Tip Today with Fran Curry. With Slattery's Garage, puck on. You can't beat experience. With over 50 years maintaining Peugeot cars and vans, we like to call ourselves the experts. Call Slattery's Garage for a free vehicle health check today. 067 24111 or slatterysgarage.ie. Welcome back to uh, Tip Today. Fran, you should go to the old coal mines in Grange and Ballangarry. Lorry loads of illegal dumping and uh, the result of that is leakage into the river streams there as well. So, you know, for fear you might think that we're pointing at any particular town or area. Uh, litter seems to be an issue right around the Premier County, indeed right around um of the country as well. Listener says, Leo Radcar belittled young people in nursing during the pandemic with his 50 euro. How dare he? Well, I know that some some uh, medical professions are still waiting on that 1,000 euro, as far as I know, as well. So if you're in that bracket, you might want to uh, make contact with us on uh, 083 311 It's time now to speak about farming and glad to be joined by Katrina Morrissey, who is news editor with the Farmer's Journal. Good morning to you, Katrina. Morning, Fran. Good to talk to you today. Uh, Katrina, before I go on with, with our list of uh, topics today, can I just ask you a little bit, because I remember it came up recently as well, about farmers and littering and, you know, farm uh, farms being used for people to dump on as well. Is, is that a very big issue, Katrina? Do you know what? It, it kind of rears its head every so often, Fran, and when we do cover it, you, you get tons of farmers getting in touch. I suppose... Yeah. Farmers have land down, you know, small roadways, laneways, and sometimes we've had cases where a farmer arrives to a field, maybe away from the home farm or whatever, and they could find an entire van load or truckload of rubbish dumped. We had one farmer get in touch with us, it was a few years ago at this stage, who had an entire truckload of builder's rubble dumped in the gateway. Good God. Yeah, and because then it's on their property, they become responsible for it, so... They have to bear the cost then of disposing of it properly. So, yeah, I think the yeah, what, what we have found, what we've reported in the past is you need to make sure that the man with the van is legitimately getting rid of waste because there are unscrupulous people operating those services. They're completely legitimate services as well. But you have to be sure of, of who you're paying. If you do pay for a service like that, right. come and take away rubbish to make sure that they're legitimate and it's, it's going to be um, brought to a proper waste disposal um, unit or whatever. Well, I, I, I'm glad you could answer that for me today because we were speaking to a gentleman on the phone yesterday and he was telling us about farmlands in the uh, horse and jockey area where, just as you described there, I mean, stuff is just dumped by unscrupulous uh, actors yeah. and it's it's dreadful. Um, let us go on, Katrina. Sharp fall in the value of entitlements under the new cap. That's fueling some issues, isn't it? That's right, yeah. So, so for some of your listeners who may or may not know, an entitlement is an amount of money that is linked to a hectare of land for farmers mm. to get a support payment. Um, and there's a very big change in this current, the new common agricultural policy, which starts this year, where the entitlement value now is divvied up into different parts. So what's happening is an entitlement, let's say for simplicity's sake, is worth 100 euro. That's now being divided into 25% of that is going to eco schemes, 10% is going to a front loading scheme, which is there to, for smaller farmers, 3% of, going, of that is going to fund a young farmer scheme. What it basically means is that the, the base, the kind of core value of the entitlement is coming back now to the basic income support for sustainability. 
big long term for mm. it's the new BPS for anybody who's familiar with yes. it. It's the new basic payment. So what's happening is there there has in the last ten years or so there's actually been a trade in entitlements. So in order to um, to draw down the money that is on your entitlement, you have to have a hectare of land to go with it. You have to comply with all the rules to go with farming. Um, but there was also trade. So there would be people, for example, who don't farm actively themselves. They might lease out the land mm. and they would also lease out the entitlement. Um, but that's not as a attractive now, is it? It's not as attractive because the entitlement now doesn't, as I say, it's divided up into all of those parts and they're not necessarily linked to the entitlement itself now. So the farmer who is actively farming the land will get the eco-scheme payment. It's not linked to the entitlement. So what it means is the the, the core value has fallen, um, fallen by as much as 45% this year, which is a huge cut. Wow. Um, and obviously that has affected the trading value as well. So um, generally, you're talking about two, two and a half times the value of the entitlement would be the sale value. And at the same time, you have the Department of Agriculture. There is a two-year amnesty for anybody who wants to sell their entitlement instead of leasing it out, which means that there isn't a loss in value as well on that side. So to put it long and short, the entitlement values are falling some people are saying they're actually more hassle than they're worth. Mm. I think I will sell them and I won't get that 20%. It's not a tax, but I'm going to call it a tax mm. for this, yeah. you know, the purpose of describing it. There's a two-year window and we're seeing auctioneers are reporting and Darren Carthy, our schemes editor, and um, this week, you know, he's seen that there's a lot more demand to sell the entitlements this year. Right, and it's well worth reading that article just to get your head around that because depending on where you're coming from, that it's it's rather complex, Katrina, isn't it? It is, and actually yeah. one of the areas, and it is complex, but it's it's quite easy to understand. So there are there are lease agreements between landowners and active farmers that say I'm going to lease your hundred acres and you're going to give me the value of the entitlement. Mm. Let's say it was four thousand euro. And that lease now is going to cause a problem for the farmer who is leasing in the land because they have signed something that says, I'm going to give you €4,000, but the value of the entitlement is actually not €4,000 anymore. So they're going to have to look at those legal, you know, those, those contracts and be sure that both the landowner who's leasing out and the farmer who's leasing in, that it's very clear that this entitlement is not worth what it used to be now and they need to come to an agreement then as to whether it will be the lump sum or the the new value of the entitlement. Oh, so right. it's yeah. a funny one that we wouldn't have predicted, you know, kind of five years ago. And, and a lot of these leases are, you know, five to seven, ten year yeah, leases. Yeah, of course, yeah. Um, so there, I think there will be a lot of people going back to look at the black and white of their contract. There's a new cow quota for dairy farmers in Thames. What, what is that based on? Mm, this is a shock to young farmers. Yeah. Um, Amy Ford picked up this exclusive yesterday. So the TAMS grant, as you know, is the um, the kind of grant aid for farm development. Yeah. Uh, it can be equipment, it can be sheds, it could be roadways. There's a lot of, of items, there's hundreds of items on the list where farmers can get a portion of the work grant aided. One of the terms and conditions we've just found out is for a young farmer who's applying to the Young Farmer Capital Investment Scheme, if they have between 121 and 160 cows, they are signing up, if they draw down that money, they are signing up to say they will not go any higher in their cow numbers for five years after they receive the money. Wow. 
So this is the first time we've kind of seen what I would call a blatant quota um, being introduced by the department since 2015 when Ireland's milk quotas were abolished. That's very interesting. Um, yeah, and uh, uh, but I mean, that is the object of the government at the moment, isn't it, to either curtail or cut back on the herd? That's right, and, and they're doing it in so many different ways. This is a very blatant, I would say, um, cow quota being imposed on those young dairy farmers. It's slightly at odds with what the Department of Agriculture and Europe is telling yeah. farmers that they want to do, which is to support young farmers. And let's remember, I suppose, you know, dairy is the sector that is most likely to return a viable income to any young farmer. And what is Charlie McConnell saying about this, Katrina? Charlie McConnell let this uh, kind of leak out or slip out. He dropped it into a parliamentary question to TD Cahill Crow this week. I was actually mocker the firm highlighted it to us. Um, I think he will take quite a lot of heat from young farmers on this over the next couple of days um, because they will, like young farmers now, will do one of two things. They will say, right, okay, I, I'm at that number of cows and I'm happy to stay at that number of cows and they will draw down the ground aid. Or they will say... I don't want to be kind of dictated to for five years in terms of cow numbers, so I'm actually not going to go for that great grant aid at all. So it's a funny one because... Right, but is, is the grant aid substantial enough to make it difficult to turn it down, though, Katrina? Oh, well, it's big, friend. Like, it's 40%. Is it? OK. So, you right. know, let's say there's, you know, €10,000 worth of milking equipment. Yeah. yeah 4000 of that okay, is so in the lot. grant. So it is substantial, Yeah. All right, changes sought to the new suckler scheme as well. What's happening there? Yeah, so this is another scheme. It's for it's called the Suckler Carbon Efficiency Programme. Uh, it is a follow-on from a previous programme called the Beef Data and Genomics Programme. It's aimed at encouraging beef farmers to keep suckler cows that are more efficient. And by more efficient, I mean that produce mm. bigger calves, stronger calves, faster-growing calves, cows that will go in calf easier, you know, that you don't have a cow that's empty, not in calf for a year, because that's a very inefficient system. And one of the changes that they're looking for, sorry, one of the requirements of this scheme and that is that a farmer who applies has to have 80% of his or her calves born that are sired by four and five star bulls in the first year of the programme. And some of the farm organisations are saying, you know, that's that's pretty um, draconian for year one because we knew nothing about this yes, scheme two years yeah. ago. Um, so we couldn't have picked the bull that you want in time to have her calving down this year. Um, so they're looking for changes because effectively um, what the farm organisations are saying is that there's a potential for farmers to go into this scheme and lose all of the money from it in year one if they don't have the right calves born. Um, lose all of the money? Lose all of the money for year one. Yeah, wow. yeah, because they wouldn't have the the right calves course, being born. Yeah, yeah. and where, where does the board be equality assurance come into this? Yeah, so this is the condition of the scheme as well, and has been, uh, I suppose, causing a bit of anger among suckler farmers because most suckler, sorry, a, a large majority of suckler farmers would sell their calves as weanlings they're not getting any benefit from Quality Assurance Scheme membership because they're not if they are not selling those cattle direct to the factory, which is where you get the bonus on right. the beef price. Suckler farmers are the main people going into this scheme, um, so they're not getting the benefit of the Quality Assurance linked bonus payment down the line. So they're saying, you know, 
we'll have to jump through a lot of hoops. We'll have to have farm inspections on quality assurance, which is a higher standard than your normal farming standard. All farmers are open to inspection. But the Board B Quality Assurance is a, is a higher level of, um, I suppose, farm production, efficiency, you know, all of those things. So uh, disgruntlement there among suckler farmers on that side. Could I finally ask you uh, about that debate that's going on about top quality tillage land being used for, for solar, solar farms, Katrina? What's, what's happening there? Yeah, that's right. So um, the Irish Grain Growers Chair, Bobby Miller, spoke to Siobhan Walsh this year, this week, and he was making the point that um, we have really top-class land mm. uh, in the south and east, which is where most of the solar farms are either in planning or going to go for planning. And his point is, if we're a food-producing nation, should we really be covering the best of land whether you know, it's tillage quality land or dairy quality land, um, should we be really taking up hundreds of acres in some cases um, with solar panels? And don't get me wrong, you can put sheep on the solar farm on, under a solar farm. It can be grazed by sheep, but this land is typically not used by sheep farmers. It's typically tillage, dairy, and you know, intensive beef production. And he was pointing out that over in Britain. They have a land use program that says you shouldn't be putting solar farms on grade one land yeah. down as far as grade three A and grade one in the British system is the best quality land, and three A is, is still very good quality land with minor restrictions. Um, so he's wondering, should we be doing that? And it's a point that our editor Jack Kennedy has brought up as well. You know, well, of course, we need particularly to think with a little bit. the results of uh, recent times, particularly with the uh, Ukraine, I suppose that we should be more self-sufficient in what we're growing, I suppose, Katrina. Exactly, and, and this is part of another pressure. I suppose solar farms is another pressure that's on tillage farms at the minute, tillage land, access to land for tillage farmers. I think we spoke about it last week where, um, you know, tillage farmers are finding it very hard to compete with dairy farmers to rent land because of the income disparity between the two. Again, our Climate Action Plan has said we should have more tillage but yet all of the pressures, they're actually pushing tillage down. So solar farms is one of those pressures. It's, it's interesting. Before I let you go, can I just put a point to you? Joe was on to us and he says everything is twice the price to buy when you get a grant. The shed is way dear. The yes. Stone is twice the price because it has to be, I presume, Katrina, to the grant spec. Is that what That's it is? Right. Is, yeah. is that a valid comment? It's a valid comment and some farmers will weigh up the decision and say, you know, I can get... It depends on, obviously, the type of work that's yes. been done. Um, but yes, grant specifications will usually be at the upper end of the quality scale. So it'll be, you know, 30 newton concrete. It will be the, the best, strongest steel yes. and things like that. So some farmers will weigh it up and say, actually, between the paperwork that I'd have to do with it and the increase in cost by, by going to the grant spec, I'm, I'm actually happier to take a slightly lower grade of material and pocket the savings. So right. that's, that's a decision that each farmer does themselves. Katrina, always a pleasure. Thank you for your time. Thank you and good morning to you. Thanks, Katrina Morrissey there, news editor of the Farmer's Journal and it's on your shelves right now. Tip FM's Tip Today with Fran Curry In association with Slattery's of Pecone, Tipperary's main Peugeot dealer. Slattery's Garage Pecone, the name you can trust for over 50 years in the Premier County. Slattery'sGarage.ie